0: This is RUV English Radio with Darren Adam, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, RUV. Hello, this is RUV English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. Today, I'm in the company of two American visitors who I think it is fair to say are Islands vino. They are friends of Iceland, André Bernier and Bob Gilmore. Now, André first came to my attention during the summer when there was an eruption in Iceland, when there was a volcano erupting. And I got an email from Andre asking if he could use the footage that Ruve was creating or providing, I suppose, of the volcano on his weather broadcasts in the USA. And I said, yes, didn't I?
1: You most certainly (laughs) did. And our our audience was truly fascinated with the eruption going on, because as you mentioned in the uh, program, your program, we don't see eruptions anywhere
0: close to Cleveland, Ohio. No, but you have a fascination, I think it's fair to say, with the country, don't you? This wasn't your first ever interest in Iceland.
1: Yeah, this is my sixth visit to Iceland now. And my first one was in 1987, very early, with uh, my friend Bob Gilmore, and I'm here with him today, uh, almost as bookend uh, visits. (laughs) Because in 1987, a lot of changes since then, including uh, Blau Arlundid, the Blue Lagoon, which at the time was just a changing house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing there, yeah. and uh, that was amazing, and of course the build up, But the people, the people of Iceland are warm, inviting. The minute they see that you're interested in their culture, the door swung wide open, yeah. and it was a wonderful experience, very heartwarming.
0: Well, you've both been coming to Iceland for even longer than than I have. Our first trip was in 1998, and I do remember the Blue Lagoon with just a couple of sheds, small sheds for changing, mm-hmm. nothing like the operation that it is now. Bob, let me bring you in on this. You came sure. as well in 1987. No one came to Iceland then. You must have felt like the only tourist, pretty much.
2: Uh, that's actually true. Uh, in fact, the airport was uh, the uh, Air Force Base. Yeah and uh, you'd land there and you'd go into a little building, and that was pretty much uh, customs. You went in Iceland, uh, downtown Reykjavik, and it was a, a cute little town. Um, you know, the, the little hot dog stand was kind of like on its own. (laughs) In fact, I didn't even recognize it on this trip. And I was here eight years ago and there still wasn't the buildings around it. And then they had the crane that went down. Mm. Uh, and that was obviously the buildings they were putting up, but it looks so different now. And it's even the traffic, there's so much traffic here now compared to
0: even eight years
2: ago. But when I came in 87, it was wide open. It
0: was empty compared Let me ask you both something that I get asked all the time, still to this day, which is this. Why Iceland? What was the spark? Why did you first want to come?
1: Wow. Uh, Good question, because when I first started working at the Weather Channel, I was one of the, the first people employed by the Weather Channel back in the early 1980s in the USA. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. And that was heat country, very yeah. hot. I didn't like heat. I was born and raised in the Boston area. And so I sported a license plate, a, a vanity plate that put Arctic, <laughs> Arctic on it, because I always was fascinated with the Arctic. Yeah. And so when the opportunity came to visit Iceland, I thought, hey, here's my chance to visit the Arctic. And endeared with it mm-hmm. ever since truly endeared not quite the arctic though unless not you've been quite, to grimsey right, right <laughs> yeah. yeah we've never been that far north but this is about as close as uh, i think i'll yeah. come to the arctic yeah and bob what about you when did you
0: first and why did you first want to come here
2: well andre uh, had mentioned uh, that he was going to iceland with the tv station do you want to go and i had the same fascination Gee, it's a unique place You know, if I come home and say I've been to Iceland, where, what, what is that? (laughs) Nowadays, everyone comes here on vacation because I have like five, six people that I know that came here already this year. Mm. But back then, people wouldn't even understand where is Iceland and they think it would be a really cold place uh, when when in fact it's not. So uh, I had a great fascination with it. I love the volcanic activity that's here, the geothermal baths, uh, I find it uh, wonderful. And yeah, the people are really nice. I stayed with some friends here after I came up, I met people and uh, even brought my ham radio gear because I'm an amateur radio operator. Got my license here two years in a row. That would have been 89 in 1990 and, uh, and operated as a, uh, a rare country in ham radio uh, terms. And I met my wife uh, uh, here in Iceland, in Keflavik, in the airport in 1990. Okay. She's from Sweden, though, and they were making a connecting flight to New York. So, so this holds a special. A special place and ironically it was June 17th of 1990 which is Iceland day
0: national so. day of course yeah. Fan- so. fantastic and you've been coming ever since and you've your yeah. sixth trip as you say yes probably not my last. now over the course of the weekend and this is another reason I wanted to speak to you both I think you were both at the concert weren't you yeah the ice guys mm-hmm. concert that took place mm-hmm. you know one of the ice guys that is correct yeah, he's Jon Jonsson
1: uh, and his brother Frederick is also one of the ice guys. But it was, oh, maybe five years ago. I was listening to FM, Nouveau uh on a weekend in the States. Mm-hmm. And I heard this song, uh, Métier. And I thought, I wonder who this is. I shazammed it. And it was uh, Jon Jonsson. I had no idea who Jon Jonsson was. But I contacted him through Instagram. He immediately responded. I said, how would you like to come on to my podcast? He said, <laughs> Sure. We eventually connected, did that, and we stayed in contact ever since. And then this year he said, come to my concert. And I said, what concert? And he goes, the Ice Guys. I said, when is it? He said, December 16th. I said, okay. (laughs) And so we're here. (laughs) And it was a wonderful concert. Where was it? Uh, Kaplikrika in uh, the the soccer field. And uh, the production... And the energy and the, the just, they spared no expenses. They really spared no expenses to detail. And when you went there, you really felt like you were part of something very special. It was wonderful. Yeah. Bob, what did you think of it?
2: It was really nice. Uh, I also looked around and thought, we're probably the only Americans in here. <laughs> yeah, but maybe well, not. Maybe not. Um, but but it, was, uh, it was well put together. Mm -hmm. I'm used to a lot of productions being Mm -hmm. in broadcasting back in the States, and it was nicely done. And uh, I would love to see them come to the States and play. So perhaps they will someday and get bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So I want to see them press some vinyl too, guys. I like collecting vinyl. Yes, me too, me too. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, fingers crossed they'll make it to the States. You're going back to the States tomorrow. We're having a conversation on Monday. You fly back on Tuesday. So you're going to miss Christmas in Iceland. But you've had... A real taste, I think, of what it's like in the run up. How do you think Iceland does Christmas? I think it's fantastic,
1: especially given the fact that everybody takes advantage of the long dark hours yes. by, by putting lights up everywhere. There's a warmth that you can feel, that, that's, that you can touch and feel as you pass by every house. It's beautiful.
0: And how does the weather compare, I speak to you as a meteorologist, how does the weather that we're seeing this week and last week compare with what you would see back in, in your part of the States?
1: I'm trying to pick one word, and if I had to pick one word, it's kooky here. It changes so fast on, on a dime. One minute, partly cloudy. The next yeah. minute, snowflakes the size of half dollars that are coming down. Amazing.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, I've just had an idea. As I say, this conversation will be available to listen to in advance of Christmas. I'm going to call up on my phone the weather forecast Mm -hmm. for the next few days, particularly Christmas Day itself, which is Monday, the 25th. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what I want you to do is give us the weather forecast for Reykjavik, certainly, on Christmas Day. Well, for those
1: that are spending Christmas locally, Reykjavik, some light snow showers. A moderate breeze with temperatures as warm as minus 2 or 2 below Celsius. And overnight lows down to about 5 below. uh, Again, with a light breeze. Occasional snow showers, perfect. Full for
0: Christmas. So you are saying it's going to be or it could be a white Christmas.
1: In this business, you never say the word guarantee, no. but I'll say this is as close as you're going to get.
0: We'll not hold you to it, but we'll credit you with it should it happen. Okay. Andre Bernier, thank you. Bob Gilmore, thank you very much indeed. Enjoy the, your Absolutely. final day for now here in Iceland. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will be back. It's Ruve English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. You can get in touch with us anytime, English at RUV.is. <laughs> You get ekki meira, svo sjáum segna. a king maker so shout when sit my hand crash I throw my order no tell us I could stop you get a king maker
1: so shout when sit my I'll see hey me what's up the i Yeah,
2: stay put, can't give her cool love. Yeah, can Kasta before er hey, Stop, nu er det dags buve. Är jag í
1: Equa te tamede stop quando eu er sei de no skillia leidir a fie a í hey me qua
2: Can I? I dance to me.
0: Okay, okay. To sport. You just Yeah
2: yeah.
0: With all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. RUV English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster RUV.